Nathan used to spend all his time partying with his friends. Now that I'm pregnant... It's not going to be easy to take care of a baby with a controller in your hand. This chick is a horrible actor. <laughs> I have nothing better to do. That's what you said, like, two minutes uh, ago. Wait a minute. I think this is real. Oh, yeah, yeah, so, um, so she's not a bad actor then. Yeah. <laughs> Just a bad person. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 59. Uh, Brian Lipsitz is on the Skype, and making up for the lost episode, G1 is here. Hey, internet. Hey. How's it going? His voice is finally on the show. We hope this works. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, Brian? Good. Good. Uh, we got a lot of news, as usual. I feel like I say the same thing every time. <laughs> there's, there's always news, though. We have a lot of news. We have a lot of stuff to talk about. That's always. Good. Yeah. Uh, Blu-ray and video game releases. There's a ton of stuff. Blu-ray-wise, the movie selection is not so good in the upcoming weeks. But we do have the change-up, which was that Jason Bateman and uh, Ryan Reynolds like switch-up movie. Oh. oh, the Freaky Friday yeah. adults yeah. movie. Like they pee in a water fountain together and switch places <laughs> that way. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I haven't ended up seeing it yet, but... I haven't seen it either, but uh, right. I'm, I'm probably not going to. So <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch it at some point. Uh, Mortal Kombat Legacy, that really? web series, they're putting it out as a Blu-ray disc. Hmm. So I, I don't even know how long the entire thing is. I think I watched the first couple segments of it, but I haven't finished. Yeah, they were like eight minutes long, too. So like, uh, I don't know. There were at least like, I don't know, eight or nine of the segments. So it's probably True. like movie length. True. Uh, Doctor Who Series 6 Part 2. Yay! <laughs> I don't like the uh, little chunks of seasons, though. Yeah, no, me either. I'd but... totally wait. And I don't know if people can hear it, but there is some sort of a mower going on outside again. Again? <laughs> this time it's not my dad, though. It's a neighbor, but I can hear it. I don't know if it's showing up in the show at all. Mowing their little... No, I can't hear it. It's, I know. it's November. It's time to rake leaves, not mow yeah. lawns. Yeah. We just had snow the other day. Why are people mowing oh. their lawns still? Yeah, that was awful. <laughs> uh, also on November 8th, Dragon Ball Z level 1.1 is coming out. What? <laughs> <laughs> what happened with this, I guess, and I had not heard of this prior, but they did the whole Dragon Ball Kai thing, which was like an edited down remastered version of Dragon Ball Z. And they mm-hmm. took out a lot of the build up to the major plot points and just kind of did the plot points themselves. This is Dragon Ball Z in its entirety this time. So it is remastered, but it's not re-edited. It's the full series. So and you have like the the super long super fight scenes that yes. go on forever. Yep. So this uh level 1.1 first uh first box set I guess will contain the first 17 episodes of the series. Uh-huh. I've actually never seen well, I've seen Dragon Ball, but I've never like watched it. Really? At the time, I was really into like learning about illustration and animation, so the yeah. whole thing just kind of pissed me off. I'm like, it's the same two frames repeated over and over again. <laughs> 30 seconds! It's genius. <laughs> it means they just have to do less work. 
Uh, what else? That's it for Blu-ray there. Uh, November 8th for games. We have a whole bunch of games coming out that people have been looking forward to. Huge release. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. I am not really a military gamer, but... I'll probably get that just because uh, a friend of mine is yeah former military and he loves those games. And oh, okay. I'll, I'll play with him and his buddies who are all part of like the same SEAL team. There was an interesting story that came out about this game too recently. Apparently a Kmart was selling these early, like four to five days before the release. So even though the release is not until Tuesday of this week, they were selling it like last Thursday because wow. they had them in stock and people were buying them putting up pictures of it with their receipt so people knew it was legit and selling them on eBay. Wow. <laughs> eBay took down the ones that they heard about after they heard about it, but one guy managed to sell a copy for $1,725. Wow. I don't Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Just to have the game like 4 or 5 days early. That's crazy. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. I mean, it's just shake your head like, are you kidding me? Yeah. They got way too much money. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Absolutely. They should be donating that to charity or something. Agreed. Uh, let's see. What else? Games on November 8th. The Elder Scrolls V Skyrim. Skyrim's got some big hype behind it. Yeah, it looks good. I've never played any of the Elder Scrolls games. Um, I played Morrowind a lot. Oblivion, I, I, I kind of stopped like halfway through just because eh, it was a little too complicated for me. Because I always went for that... Like that main quest right away, yeah. which you really can't do in that game because you'll just get your ass kicked. You got to build up the experience and everything. Yeah. You pretty much have yeah. to build, do the entire rest of the game before you can even start the main quest. Yeah. So. Uh, what else? We got Metal Gear Solid HD Collection, which includes remastered versions of Metal Gear Solid 2, Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater, and Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker. But I was never a Metal Gear Solid guy, so... Yeah, I think I played the first eh, one. Kind of, sort of, but not really. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was. I like the stories, and I've actually watched people play them because they are fascinating story-wise. But I never really cared for the super stealth gameplay. I played the first Nintendo game. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, it was like, com- completely the, different. The top-down, like yeah, two the top shooters. Down, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those kind of games were frustrating too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, Lego Harry Potter years five through seven. So the Lego Harry Potter sequence continues nice any lego games fun i don't even care yeah, what the topic true. is they're tons of fun uh what else we got here november 11th blu-ray so this is a friday they do special friday releases for some of this stuff harry potter and the deathly hallows part two as well as the harry potter complete eight film collection i i think we talked about this in the last episode how we might I, have how I, how I watched like <laughs> The first three movies and then skipped ahead to like the sixth or yeah, seventh or yeah. whatever it was and didn't understand at all what was going on and had to ask <laughs> like my baby sister what a horcross was. Yeah. I'm like, what's a horcross? Is that really what I think it is? Well, I think they only brought those up in like the second to last movie anyway. Yeah. The Deathly Hallows stuff. I, didn't I don't even remember. That's what <laughs> happens I'm, when you I'm, jump ahead. I know. You yeah. flip the book to the last chapter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I did. Uh, November 15th on Blu-ray, Evil Dead 2, Dead by Dawn, 25th Anniversary Edition. Nice. I don't know what's special about it. I just know it's an anniversary edition. So people might want that. Looney Tunes Volume 1. They are releasing the classic Looney Tunes cartoons on Blu-ray. Sweet. So this is going to have actually three discs. Uh, the two, two of the discs will have 50 
total classic cartoons on it. And the third disc contains over five hours of additional bonus content. I don't know how I feel about that. I really? Yeah, well, I like Looney Tunes partly because like it's such crappy like quality. I don't and think it, it they're remastering like, it or anything. No, I think they, they are. They, putting, they are they? Went, yeah, they completely remastered them all. They went through the original, uh, the original film and stuff and remastered it all. Hmm. I, th- I think if there's like a charm to having like little, little hairs on the screen still and little white lines going. And they across. might still actually like. Yeah, I don't think some of that you can actually fix. Um, like the Dragon Ball 1.1 DVD, there was a special point made that even though they remastered it, if you take it and make it too clean, it does lose some of the character. Yeah. So like yeah. some of the film grain is still in there because it True. just that's that's how you know the show. It's that's the look of it. Yeah, exactly. So I think Looney Tunes will probably be along the same lines. I would guess. Yeah. Uh, and lastly, Farscape, the complete series, which I've never seen. Oh, I might buy that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that show. How it's long like, was it? It's like the, it was, uh, four seasons. Yeah. I think. Isn't this like the, the second or third time they've released the entire collection, though? It seems like they've. In Blu ray? Oh, in Blu ray. Yeah, never mind. This no, is Blu ray. Yeah. Never mind. I'm stupid. I don't <laughs> care about DVDs on the show, just Blu ray. Well, I take it back. <laughs> I might get it on DVD then. Yeah. No, I'm thinking about it. It's probably out there. Uh, and game wise on November 15th, Saints Row the third is a highly anticipated game, apparently. Uh, <laughs> Even though I could care less about it. Yeah. After what I saw in San Diego, it looks like garbage. What I am looking forward to though is Assassin's Creed Revelations. Oh. Oh yeah. G1 shaking his head. Yeah. No. no. <laughs> Why not? Uh, the first one was so repetitive. It is, but, and, and I agree, but they have gone so above and beyond what it, that used to be. They yeah. really have. Plus, you get to find out everything in this game. Yes. It's like collusion. Hence, revelations. It's the end of this saga. Well, yeah. Maybe this will be like uh, Harry Potter, then I'll just skip to the end. <laughs> and you'll be so confused. Yes. <laughs> uh, also, Need for Speed, the run, which is getting some hype, as most Need for Speed games do. Uh, Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3, which I will probably buy. It's only 40 yeah. bucks, and it's got. 12 new characters and a whole new balanced fighting system. And, and Rocket Raccoon. Yeah. And if you got Rocket Raccoon in the game, then obviously. Yeah. <laughs> and lastly, for Xbox fans, Halo Combat Evolved Anniversary, which is a re-release, more or less, of the first Halo game for 360 users. Yeah. Yeah. And that's pretty much it for releases, which is a decent amount. Cool, cool. Uh, let's get into the news then. I always have a hard time finding my new song. Here we go. Your news for November 7th, 2011. Rockstar Games has announced Grand Theft Auto V, confirming rumors that the game will be set in a version of Los Angeles. The trailer features a hilltop Hollywood-like sign that reads Vinewood. Rockstar has since confirmed the locale will be the city of Los Santos and the surrounding hills, countryside, and beaches in the largest and most ambitious game they've ever created. Although unconfirmed, several sources are reporting that the game will feature multiple playable characters. A press release from Rockstar Games added, quote, A bold new direction in open-world freedom, storytelling, mission-based gameplay, and online multiplayer, Grand Theft Auto V focuses on the pursuit of the almighty dollar in a reimagined present-day Southern California. And while all of that's really cool, my question is, will they finally fix the car physics so it's actually fun to drive around? 
Are you kidding me? I love driving around those games. It's it drives me insane. It is so frustrating. <laughs> I didn't even play the last Grand Theft Auto because I'm so sick of the car physics. Seriously, I will just steal a car and just drive around as fast as I can for I feel like, like 30 minutes before doing anything else. I feel like <laughs> if I hit a turn the wrong way, I'm going to flip over five times. That's fun, though. Oh, I feel like I'm floating. There's no weight to the cars. They're just bouncy, bouncy. <laughs> I, I guess a little bit, but it's still a lot of fun. Yeah. I love those games. And playing online is going to be great. I online... can't wait to play card chicken with people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering what the online multiplayer is going to be like. Because who even knows? Yeah. Is it going to be online missions? Are they going to be like a deathmatch component? Like, what's it going to be like? Because that might be the tie that brings me back in, if anything. Yeah. What do you think about it, Brian? Uh, I don't know. The last one kind of, I mean, I've, I've been playing them since I think three came out and I liked them and liked them and then kind of just got burnt out by them. They yeah. were just too, too long and too much of the same. And I kind of, I even, I think I even bought four, but I just kind of played it and then stopped. But you know, uh, I'll, I'm open to suggestions. So we'll see. <laughs> by the way, uh, speaking of games, they are re-releasing or not re-releasing, but they're releasing an ultimate edition of like Fallout New Vegas. I still haven't friggin' played <laughs> the one that I have. <laughs> and I could, if I could buy it for $20 less than what I bought it for, including all the DLC. But well, at the ultimate this point, edition is just with all the DLC. Right. But it's yeah. $20 cheaper, too. Um, yeah. So I paid 60 bucks for this yeah. game that's just sitting on my friggin' <laughs> shelf. <laughs> well, so I have to trade it in. It, yeah. You should get to that because I've now play, played and beaten the entire game twice and done all the DLC. I don't know how I'm going to do that with game. all the friggin' games that are coming yeah, out. It's, it's insane. I can't uh, wait for the next one. Yeah. <laughs> I'll still be finishing New Vegas or starting. I don't know. Uh, producers Michael G. Wilson and Barbara Broccoli have presented the cast of the 23rd James Bond adventure entitled Skyfall. The film will be directed by Academy Award winner Sam Mendes and stars Daniel Craig, who returns for his third film as James Bond 007. The screenplay is written by Neil Purvis, Robert Wade and John Logan. Skyfall, which goes into production on Monday, November 7th. Well, today. <laughs> will begin its worldwide rollout in the UK and Ireland on October 26th, 2012, and in North America on November 9th, 2012. The cast and addition of Daniel Craig includes Javier Bardem, Judy Dench, Naomi Harris, Berenice Marlowe, Ray Fiennes, Albert Finney, and Ben Wishaw. In Skyfall, Bond's loyalty to M is tested as her past comes back to haunt her. As MI6 comes under attack, 007 must track down and destroy the threat, no matter how personal the cost. And I do know that this is not based on a pre-existing Bond story. This is original screenplay. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Hopefully we'll be able to get some of the other ones. Quantum of Solace was no good. Yeah. Yeah, it was all right, but yeah, it wasn't that great. Casino Royale was fantastic. Fantastic. And actually the first Blu-ray disc I ever bought. Really? Yep. Wow. That was around the time that I was getting the PS3 and buying Blu-rays and all that stuff. And that was the first one I got. And just that free running scene in the beginning of the movie alone oh, yeah. was oh, yeah. amazing. Yeah. So awesome. That, that not him, but that other guy that was jumping around. Yeah. And doing the thing. <laughs> not wow. him, but that other guy. That parkour guy. Yeah. <laughs> that guy and, and Daniel Craig's stunt double were awesome. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next story is a sad one, unfortunately. And this happened just the other day. Legendary CBS News commentator Andy Rooney known to millions for his witty essays on mundane topics, died Friday night in New York. He was 92. He had been hospitalized after suffering complications following minor surgery last month. Quote, it's a sad day at 60 Minutes, and for everybody here at CBS News, said Jeff Fager, chairman of CBS News and the executive producer of 60 Minutes. It's hard to imagine not having Andy around. 
He loved his life and he lived it on his own terms. We will miss him very much. Rooney made his last regular weekly appearance on 60 Minutes in October. S- Dude. Sorry. <laughs> Dude. Couldn't help it. We're it doing a, a rest in peace guy just died segment. And you're <laughs> you're like hawking up a hairball over there. I know. I it's apologize. <laughs> Rooney made his last regular weekly appearance on 60 Minutes on October 2nd. A few weeks later, <laughs> CBS. Oh, God damn it. That was on purpose, G1. <laughs> a few weeks later, CBS announced he was in a hospital. Rooney's colleague and longtime 60 Minutes correspondent Morley Safer told CNN Saturday that Rooney worked to the very end and that he would not have wanted it any other way. So this guy's last broadcast was three weeks before he passed away, which is literally working to the end. I would have never guessed he was 92. Well, that's the way he wanted it, though, wasn't it? It is. Yeah. 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 And uh, people might be wondering, why the hell am I talking about Andy Rooney on a geek show? And <laughs> the reason for that is that even though I wasn't like some super ridiculous Andy Rooney fan, when I was growing up, we always watched 60 Minutes on Sunday nights. Mm-hmm. Sunday nights were like our family night. We always made uh, what we called munchies. So we'd have like chicken fingers and potato skins and all the stuff we like homemade and kind of had like finger food by the TV, which we never did. And that was like our Sunday night family night thing. And we always watched 60 Minutes, which for a kid was kind of boring. Yeah. So I always looked forward to Andy Rooney. Because he was like the only entertaining, unless there was some randomly, like they did a celebrity profile or something. For the most part, it was fairly dull for me. But Andy mm-hmm. Rooney, I always thought was funny, even if it was a little bit over my head at times. He was always funny. And he really was, I would say, my big first exposure to editorial news, which is kind of what I do every week yeah. here. So in a way, Andy Rooney was a bit of an inspiration, more or less. Not like I saw him and said, that's what I want to do. But mm. it was kind of my first exposure to that kind of news style. I actually had to ask somebody who Andy Rooney was. Really? Yeah, I had no idea who he was. <laughs> wow. See, I used to watch 60 Minutes a lot. Yeah, my parents always used to watch it, so I kind of yeah. knew. I don't yeah. think I've ever seen it. Yeah. Uh, people know him usually for his kind of like grouchy mentality when he presented stuff in his big bushy eyebrows, <laughs> which <laughs> he made a point to say, like, I'm a guy. Get over it. <laughs> I'm not going to start grooming my eyebrows. Uh, but yeah, that's that's a big loss. And the guy yeah. was there for a long, long time. So props to him for working right to the end. Yeah, that's, that's the way I'd want to go too. Yeah, I can't imagine any other way of doing it. Yeah. AMC has announced the renewal of The Walking Dead for a third season. Season two continues to deliver the strongest telecasts for any drama in basic cable history against adults 18 to 49, shattering a basic cable record set nearly 10 years ago for a single drama telecast which was The Dead Zone. The Walking Dead is based on the comic book series written by Robert Kirkman and published by Imic Comics. Glenn Mazzara served as, or serves as series showrunner. Kirkman, Gail Ann Hurd, David Alpert, and Frank Darabon are executive producers. Greg Nicotero is a co-executive producer. The Walking Dead secured a 2010 Golden Globe nomination for Best Television Series Drama and won the 2011 Emmy Award for Outstanding Prosthetic Makeup. The series tells the story of the months and years that follow after a zombie apocalypse. It follows a group of survivors led by police officer Rick Grimes who travel in search of a safe and secure home. And a lot of the information I probably didn't even need to go over yeah. with this audience. But, <laughs> um, I still have to actually watch dead. it. Yeah. What, what is this Walking Dead show? I actually like the comic book better. A yeah. lot better. Yeah. I've heard in the second season they're kind of veering off of the storyline. They're a bit. definitely going in different directions with it. Yeah. Which is good considering it's a you know, different medium and yeah. there's not quite the same things you can do with it. But so far, I'm, I like it, but I'm not as impressed as I am. Have either of you seen uh, The Talking Dead yet? 
hosted by our friend Chris Hardwick. I did watch it. How is it? It's okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's a show about another show. Right. So it's. Yeah. It'd be like uh, if we had a wrap up show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Which we, we should Wrapping have the Superfan Roundtable. It should be G1 and Superfan Chris <laughs> Tong. <laughs> <laughs> Wrapping up the Geek Gen every week. There you go. That'd be some show. I'm going to give him a call and talk to him about that. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be an interesting bonus episode to throw in there. Oh, yeah. Be actually, actually, that would be just a fun episode if you just had like two of us as guest hosts. I'd, what, instead of us or just guest host? Just, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Anything. It's a possibility. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, what else we got here? Eric Lempel, VP of Sony Network Entertainment, announced via the PlayStation blog that there will be some changes to the amount of licenses allowed for content downloaded from the PlayStation Network. Currently, users have been able to activate up to five PS3 and five PSP consoles on one account, which sometimes led to users sharing purchase content with other users. Starting November 18th, 2011, this is being changed so that only two PS3 and two PSP consoles can be activated with one PSN account. If you're worried that you'll now be losing licenses for content that you've already purchased, don't be. The change will only apply to game content purchased after November 18th, 2011. In addition to controlling console activation through the consoles themselves, Sony Computer Entertainment also plans to provide a new PlayStation Network account management website where users will be able to deactivate particular devices attached to their PlayStation Network account via their PC. Hmm. Reactions? I have an Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> you do, don't you? Brian? I mean, I don't know. I guess it kind of makes sense. I mean, there's really no need for that people to have that many different um, things hooked up. But on the other hand, I can see people getting pissed off and being yeah. like, oh, Sony sucks, blah, blah, blah. They originally did the five licenses with the intent of people sharing content. They expected mm-hmm. it and they welcomed it because it meant people were buying more so yeah. they could produce more content. I don't really have an issue with it. The, it only sucks yeah. for people that have like three PS3s in their house. And who does? Exactly. And like, honestly, it's like, you know, whatever. Or if you want to sign in under someone else's, you know, and uh, I would never really, I don't do that that often ever. Yeah. So it's not a big, it doesn't affect me. So I don't really care, honestly. Yeah. I don't really care. I'm working off two PS3s right now and that's all I need. Yeah. The other one's upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> G1's like, I only see one yeah. big fat liar. <laughs> And he just called me fat. Damn it, G1. (laughs) I know. In my own mind, he called me fat. Uh, Marking the one-year anniversary of the device, Microsoft is reporting via the Kinect for Windows blog that Microsoft Kinect will be officially expanding from the Xbox 360 to the PC with the first commercial program to be released in early 2012. At the moment, developers are already creating programs for for the device on PC using the Kinect for Windows SDK, which is a software development kit for you not in the know. If you're one of those developers or are interested in becoming one, you can download the newly released Beta 2 of the SDK, which is cool. And I have a link in the article on the site if people want to check that out. But I love that expanding to PC because if there's anything I would want out of Xbox, it would be the Kinect. But to know that I'll now be able to put one on my computer is cool. Absolutely. And I still don't want an Xbox, but (laughs) I want the Kinect. I do want that. I still don't want a PC. So. Oh. Oh, yeah, you're Mac and Xbox. Damn, you are yeah. just, you're a radical <laughs> geek channel. Sorry. You have no place in this room. <laughs> Sorry. And yet you're here. Yep. Uh, Brian, do you care about this at all? Um, I don't know. I mean, kind of, sort of, like you said, it would be kind of cool to have for the PC, but honestly, it's eh, not really. <laughs> yeah. It, it all depends, I guess, what software comes out for it, as most yeah. things do. 
But even just to voice control my computer or mm. to have that as my webcam, that's cool right there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, moving on. This is kind of an older story, but pff, I take so long to get through some of this stuff that <laughs> it's surfacing just now for us. Marvel Studios has announced that Patty Jenkins will direct Thor 2, which will be released in theaters on Friday. November yeah, on Friday. Yeah. I, I said that like, like there was Friday. a period. What It'll be a Friday, cool? guys, uh, which will be released in theaters on Friday, November 15th, 2013. Chris Hemsworth and Natalie Portman will return to star in the film along with Tom Hiddleston. Patty Jenkins previously directed Monster starring Charlize Theron, who won an Academy Award for her performance in the film. Jenkins, who received an Emmy nomination for directing the pilot of AMC's acclaimed series The Killing, has also directed episodes of Entourage and Arrested Development. Patty Jenkins. <laughs> <laughs> I actually didn't make that connection, but that's a good one. That's a good one. Leroy Jenkins. Yeah. That's a meme right there. Look it up, people. If you don't know Leroy Jenkins, you don't know that. Yeah, you. Pay me. Good God, that'd be so. That was like the original meme. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm good. still I'm still stuck waiting for this movie to come out on Friday because apparently. Shut up, Brian. That's the quickest turnaround time for a sequel ever. Yep, they announced the director now, and it's going to be out by Friday. <laughs> They're actually not filming; it's just theater. Yeah. Um, I don't know enough about it to really have an opinion on this one way. Or no, the other. I don't really either. It's kind of like I guess it's good. I mean, we're not going to know until it. You know, she's not a well-known director, so it's kind of. And I don't think it's really, I think it's going to really matter more on the story than, you know, who's directing. All I know is it's not Kenneth Branagh, and which is yeah. unfortunate because he actually did a really good job with the first yeah. one. So, but we'll give her a shot. Who knows? It's, yeah, it's kind of, but you know, you got to understand. I mean, once you pull, push out one of these, it's kind of like, really, you want to do another one that soon? Kind of like with John Favreau, where he's just like, I don't want to do another one that soon. You know, it's. Well, you know, yeah, it makes sense in that capacity yeah. to switch to someone else. And Kenneth Branagh is never like a. A, no. a long string of franchise movies no, type guy. No. So he did his thing and then he's moving away. He's like, all right, I'm walking away while yeah. it's still yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> I made Thor cool and now I'm done. Yeah. Uh, lastly, before we go to break, CBS has announced that two of its new series, Unforgettable and Person of Interest, have both been picked up for a full season. I watch Person of Interest and I'm enjoying it. I I've seen a either. couple episodes. It's not bad. I like it. Yeah. Anyone watching Unforgettable? No. Nope. I really, really like the premise, but I just, I don't know. I have too many shows. <laughs> What's the premise? Uh, the premise is basically someone who has that, like, insane memory. Like, there's six people in the country that we know of that have, uh, I think they call it biographical memory, yeah. where they can remember every moment of every day forever. So this woman cop, she's a cop, obviously, because I said that, uh, she has this. So how does that affect basically her life and her ability to do her job as a police officer and then leaking into, I mean, imagine if you saw these crime scenes and they were just etched into your head forever too. I almost feel like that's a waste of her talent. To be a cop? <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. I feel like there should be something a little bit more grand that she should be doing. Not that being, you know, a cop right, is important, right. but lots of people are really good at being cops. Right. Well, as far as a procedural week by week thing, a cop show is a common thing to do. And it's interesting. But oh. someone, I mean, to remember like evidence and witnesses and stuff. What if she remembered stuff that she can prove? I don't know. I feel like she should be on Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> trivia. She should go on She'll Jeopardy. Never lose. Do trivia. Yeah. It's not always That's trivia stuff, though, is it? It's more, I think it's more biological than it is fact based. But maybe it, I don't even know exactly entirely how it works. So I can't really say. I can't either. 
Yeah. And on that know. note, <laughs> yeah, the, the premise was good, but it's I'm not really on board. But person of interest, I'm still liking. I think that's yeah. got a lot of potential. Uh, so we're gonna go to break real quick, and we will be right back. So Anna, yes, Christmas is on the way. It is. It is stressful time of year. Yeah, where do you do most of your Christmas shopping? I do my shopping on Amazon.com because I can do all my shopping from the couch. Really? Well, that's very convenient. It is. It is. It takes the stress out of the holidays. Did you know that the Geek Generation is an affiliate of Amazon.com? I did not know that, Rob. You didn't? Well, what you can do to help the Geek Generation is go to www.thegeekgeneration.com, click the Amazon button, which will take you right to Amazon, and when you buy all the Christmas presents that you're going to buy, you'll actually be earning us a commission as well. That sounds too easy. So go to thegeekgeneration.com, use that Amazon.com button, and make us some money while you're doing your Christmas shopping. It's super easy, and if you don't do it, you're a bad friend. Hello, Taryn Southern here, and you're listening to The Geek Generation. We are back and continuing with the news. Uh, The following announcement was sent out by Redbox. Redbox is making an announcement about its prices, and we want to make sure that you hear it from us first. Starting on Monday, October 31st, which is already coming on, the daily rental charges for DVDs will change to $1.20 a day. The price change is due to rising operating expenses, including new increases in debit card fees. Daily rental charges for Blu-ray discs and video games won't change. Additional day charges for DVDs rented before 1031 won't be affected either. So... I guess based on Netflix's price increases, Redbox said, hey, we can raise our price 20 cents a day. Yep. And uh, no one's going to care. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, this, I stream this is such so. a minor yeah. price increase that who cares? Yeah. And I'm still gonna, so much. So, sorry, Brian, go ahead. No, I was going to say it's not going to break anyone's bank account for another 20 cents. Yeah. So. And how many people really hold on to their movies for more than like a night yeah, anyway? You exactly. watch it and you return it the next day. It's the wrong market. I mean, they're not talking to us. They're talking to like the elderly women that go because <laughs> the only place you ever see them are like grocery stores, right? They're popping up more and more. I saw oh, they're, they're they're like everywhere now. There's one at a Cumbies now, like yeah. Cumbies gas station in yep. this town. Jeez, oh, <laughs> I like it though. Right. I want. I, I'm going to use Redbox instead of Netflix from now on. Really? Yep. I've canceled my Netflix. I'm done with it. Oh, wow. wow. Yep. I'm a Redbox guy That's now. hardcore, man. Hey. That's retro. It is retro. <laughs> but I'm supporting the ones who aren't doing outrageous things with their company. Yeah. It's not that outrageous. Netflix did you hear the, the, pissed me off. Did you hear the not breaking up now? Yeah. It's, I yeah. reported on it. Don't you listen to my show? I do. That's probably <laughs> where I heard it. <laughs> How dare you? Damn it, G1. Yeah. Yeah, we reported that a little while ago. They're not breaking that, up. That's probably where I heard it from. Which is the first good thing they've done in a while. Yeah. Because they've just bad decision after bad decision. Well, yeah, to the right. point where they Damage were made fun control. of on SNL for it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. What else? More TV news. Former Two and a Half Men star Charlie Sheen will oh, return Lord. to television in summer 2012 on FX in Anger Management, a new sitcom loosely based on Revolution Studios' 2003 hit comedy feature of the same name. FX has ordered 10 episodes of Anger Management from Lionsgate-owned distributor Debmar Mercury, Production on the sitcom will begin in early 2012 with a comedy veteran writer-producer Bruce Helford of uh, George Lopez and the Drew Carey Show as executive producer and showrunner. In success, FX will pick up an additional 90 episodes 
under a unique syndication model crafted by Debmar Mercury for a multiple Tyler Perry sitcoms and Revolutions and Ice Cubes Are We There Yet? The series will air exclusively on FX until the off-network series start airing in broadcast syndication in fall 2014. Sheen will retain a significant ownership stake in the series, inspired by the film, in which an anger management therapist who may need more counseling than his patients wreaks havoc on the lives of his patients through his unconventional methods. And uh, it seems very odd to me that they're already talking syndication for a show that hasn't even started. Yeah, it is kind of bizarre. I've never heard of that before. Winning. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, like this show is not even on the air yet. They haven't shown a pilot and they're already talking about a 90 episode deal and syndication is going to start in 2014. What if it bombs the first week? They're doing more and more of that. I mean, there was that show uh the boss oh yeah it got renewed for a second season new kelsey grammar show yeah yeah it has before it even aired they renewed for a second season that's insane yeah meanwhile they're not even giving some shows like three episodes before they cancel it yeah they should can them yeah it's kind of ridiculous but i don't i don't know how good this show's gonna be for one it's based on a movie that is from what i know most people didn't even care for yeah, it was. It's kind of a little too late to kind of capitalize on that too. It's like the movie came out in two thousand three. Yeah, <laughs> so. I assume Sheen's gonna be playing the psychologist. I would. I would assume. Yeah, but... you would have to be. Yeah, yeah. In order for it to be an ongoing show. I don't know. This just seems like a really presumptuous idea. Winning. But apparently, they think. Winning. Yeah. Apparently, they think Sheen's gonna just be winning the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> that was timed very well. Yes, it was. Yeah. Uh, moving on. We mentioned Harry Potter DVDs earlier in the show. On December 29th, all eight Harry Potter films are going on moratorium, meaning that copies will no longer be printed and that after this date, new stores will not be able to reorder more. The sales what? move made famous by Walt Disney Home Video and its routine placement of its animated fair in the Disney vault will certainly pave the way for a re-release somewhere down the line, though no official announcements have been made as to when the Potter films might reappear. It should also be noted that moratorium does not include digital, electronic sell-through, and video on demand. So they're going back into the quote-unquote vault. <laughs> yes, they're going into the Potter vault. Yeah. That's smart. Yeah. They're going to make a ton of money when they re-release that. They're going to make a ton of money because they're shutting it down at a certain yeah. point. Yeah, everyone's going to be they're like, oh shit, I got to go ends. buy them. Yep. If not, yeah. Disney does it for a reason. They're not stupid. Yep. <laughs> yep. So even though it sucks for Potter fans, uh, we'll just get it now, I guess. Speaking of which, that eight disc uh, collection will be coming out very soon. <laughs> and speaking of which, I don't know whether people realize this or not, just to shamelessly plug us a little bit more. All those links that I share about the stuff that's being released, if you use those links, those are like using our Amazon link and they earn us commission. So I don't just do it because I want you guys to know what's coming out when. <laughs> it, there's some selfish reasons. I mean, I, I want to educate everyone about the release schedule of certain things, but I also would like to be supported. And if those people want those things and I've done the reminding for them, then they might as well use my link and earn us a commission. Just saying. Do it now. Those links might go into the vaults. Yeah. <laughs> Those links will be vaulted up. Those tweets are going to be hidden. The Geek Generation vault. <laughs> and the only thing we keep in there is the spoiler room right now, which is which hasn't made an appearance in some time either. Been, yeah, it's collected dust. The back corner of the vault is actually the spoiler room. Uh, more TV news. 
An updated version of the groundbreaking Fox sketch comedy series In Living Color will air as two half-hour specials in the spring of 2012, exact dates to be announced. The specials will be hosted and executive produced by original series creator, executive producer Keenan Ivory Wayans. This is a this is a modern day take on the hit sketch comedy show that will feature a new cast of fresh young talent as well as musical performances by special guests. In Living Color aired from 1990 to 1994 on Fox, starring Keenan Ivory Wayans and Damon Wayans. The show launched both of their careers as well as those of siblings Sean Marlin and Kim. Not to mention featured players. You may have heard of these guys before: Jim Carrey, Jamie Fox, David Allen Greer, and Fly Girl Jennifer Lopez. Never heard of them. <laughs> Never heard of them. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's kind of cool, but it seems more or less like Keenan Ivory Wayans just has nothing else going on. He's like, I need money. <laughs> uh, it's it's going to be a new cast, so how much is it really even yeah. going to be in Living Color? I don't know. Yeah, and this is not a resurgence of the series. For those of you who didn't understand my babbling, they're just airing two half hour specials next year. Yeah, that they're calling in Living Color. So I don't even know what to make of this. They're, really, they're probably just yeah. probing to see if. Probably. They can make a show for yeah, it. Yeah. Probably. I mean, Mad TV's done, right? Yeah. That's, that's yeah. been done for years. Yeah. So maybe this is yeah. being like tested out as a replacement. Maybe. I don't know. I don't watch any of those shows anyway. Yeah. I'll watch a funny SNL clip when people post it on Facebook or something. But yeah, it's about as for the most part, I don't even bump into it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. You're not missing anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, New Regency has acquired the rights to Jim Henson's Fraggle Rock with intentions of developing the property into a feature film. It will be produced by the Jim Henson Company and the Montecito Picture Company. Really? That's awesome. Yeah. The I series Fraggle Rock. premiered on HBO in 1983, ran for five seasons, which seems like longer than I would have thought, and was broadcast in over 80 countries. It revolved around puppet characters. I'm going to say some of these wrong because it's been so long. Gobo. Yep. Gobo. Yeah. Gobo, Wembley, Moki, Boober, and Red, who lived in Fraggle Rock. They yeah, interacted. Yeah, right. yeah. Sweet. <laughs> they interacted with humans who thought they were aliens. It's being reported that New Regency was seeking another family-friendly franchise after the success of the recent Alvin and the Chipmunks movies. Uh, <laughs> Which the first one was good. I didn't care for the sequel, and they're already working on a third called Chipwrecked. <laughs> <laughs> Which takes place on a cruise. Of course it does. That sounds like something they would have parodied on a Saturday Night Live. I know. Oh, my God. Or Mad TV, speaking of. It's yeah. going to be like Speed 2 with Chipmunks. But uh, <laughs> Fraggle Rock, I'm just happy Fraggle Rock is getting a Fraggle getting some new awesome. life breathed into yeah, it. That'd be cool. Yeah. What were the uh, those little creatures that built everything the out of doozers. sugar? The doozers. Yeah. Yeah, I love them. They were awesome. What were those giant freaking giant things that lived up above ground? I can't I remember, don't remember the name of those. Those are people, weren't they? Well, no, there was there no. was another like above the Fraggles yeah. and not the people. There was some like giant, giant land, and I don't even know how that works on a geographical level. Like, where the <laughs> hell were they? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Even remember that. Oh, yeah, it seems weird. I'm they would poke their heads out every now and then. They weren't a frequent yeah. thing, but yeah, like I'm just trying to think of where the hell they were. Did you guys ever watch the Muppet Show? The like straight on Muppet Show? Yeah, the one where they had like the adult like oh yeah celebrities. Yeah, on. absolutely. They should bring uh, that back. Well, they did for a little while. They yeah. did a modern version of the Muppet Show years ago. I think when I was still in like high school. Yeah, it was called it, Muppets Tonight. Yeah, and it lasted for I don't know a season, maybe two. Yeah, it didn't do very well. Yeah, and it wasn't phenomenal. That's too bad. Yeah, but they probably could uh, after the movie comes out. Who knows? Yeah, because the movie looks awesome. It, it does. does look awesome. I'm very excited for it. 
Uh, what else we got here? Composer Hans Zimmer is asking fans to lend their voices for a chance to be included in The Dark Knight Rises. He said, I'm shining the bat signal up into the sky to call you all. We need to hear your voices now and loud. We are creating the sound of a worldwide chant. Everyone come and be part of it. It's easy. There's no such thing as an out of tune. No timing we can't fix later. If you mumble, growl, scream, or whisper, it's all good. Make it yours. If on, if you only get halfway through, no problem. Do it alone. Bring your friends. But do it with energy and commitment. Let your voice be heard and be a part of our adventure. To record your voice, head over to ujam.com. And that's just the letter U, jam.com. And follow the instructions given there. I did grab the chant so we could take a listen to it here. Oh, right. And maybe we'll even record our own here. <laughs> and I'll submit it later on. All right. That'd be interesting. All right, let's play it. It's okay, but then it's really cool. I like this part. you pumped huh i know right <laughs> now uh i wasn't sure exactly what they were saying but for people that remember something was tweeted out originally there was like an audio file on the dark knight rises uh-huh. and it was something similar to that and it actually said um what like a fire we reported on the show a while ago it said like uh, the fire rises or something yeah like that in the audio spectrum which was kind of crazy and uh you would use that tag on tweets and it built like the picture of Bane originally. Yeah. And that happened a while ago. And this is actually, I think, a big reference to Bane. And I think the way he's going to be portrayed in the movie is like this leader of maybe like a nation. And all the people have this. He has this cult following behind him and everything, which would be really cool. Yeah. Either hmm. that or because since Talia al Ghul is supposed to be in the movie, maybe this is Ra's al Ghul's nation. That, that was my first thought, actually. Yeah. And um, it's pretty much confirmed, not to be a spoiler, it's pretty much confirmed he's in the movie. That range is going to be in, so. yeah. I'm pretty sure he's going to be. Um, so. One of the users on the site, uh, user, uh, her name was Madonna Kilpatrick, posted the following translation of what the chant's actually saying, because it is kind of hard to understand. I it was like, dishy, dishy, pasta. <laughs> dishy, dishy. <laughs> I want a dishy, dishy, a pasta, pasta. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's Dishi Dishi Basara Basara is how it's pronounced. And it's, uh, she said, I've been told that it means he rises, he rises in Moroccan. Yeah, it's got to be Ra- Ra's al Ghul then. It's got to be. Mm, yeah, Lazarus. Right. Yeah, Lazarus that's got to be yeah. it. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Though. I don't I like know if that. we want to bother trying to record our own because <laughs> that would be a total mess. Probably. <laughs> we could just spoof it. We want to. Should we do it while it's actually going? I don't think I could. No. <laughs> Brian kind of wants to. I can tell. I can Brian's tell. like, I he hope he doesn't. I hope he doesn't make us do this right now. <laughs> All right, let's give it a shot. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be terrible. So it's it's dishy dishy basara basara. Dishy dishy. Basara, and then it gets basara. faster at one point. We just have to remember when that happens. Right. Our timing is going to be so off. Yes, it's going to be so bad. This it's is terrible. Hilarious. All right, let's, obviously we're not going to submit this one because it's going to have the actual <laughs> thing below it. But we'll give it a shot. Done. 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 I was gonna see if you guys would keep going. I didn't know if you know if you guys would keep going without me. Damn it. 
I was going to try and hook you in there. Uh-huh. <laughs> I couldn't make fools of you. That was already boring me, though. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, we'll, we'll just move on. Anyway, uh, <laughs> more movie news. Andy Serkis has signed a seven-figure deal to again do the performance capture for Caesar and a sequel to 20th Century Fox's Rise of the Planet of the Apes, which has earned $453.2 million worldwide on a budget of $93 million. So very profitable. That was fantastic. It was a great movie. That was my favorite movie this summer. So I haven't really? seen it. Yeah. Sleeper hit of the year, definitely. <clears throat> it was good. The uh, The ending was a little disappointing for me. What but part? Uh, the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> what part? The like end. the credits in the end where they no no well they show what happens or yeah a little bit of that but also just the way I don't know it's it just didn't feel conclusive to me. I felt like finally they're they're you know re-energizing such a great series that I loved as a yeah. Kid. I was I mean, never that, that big Mark on Wahlberg it. one sucks. So just ignore it. That's the only one I own. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. And I had all right, the last episode. I had to explain to you what it meant. Yeah, because it came with this like little map in it that t- explains yeah. how the movie goes. And I'm like, a movie shouldn't need a map. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, but yeah, Andy Serkis clearly had an amazing performance in there. People don't realize how much of the performance actually came through the character of Caesar. Okay. And I, from what I understand, there's going to be a big push to get him Oscar nominated for that role. Really? And there, there are people saying that, they're going, oh, well, you can tweak things in animation and this and that. And it's not showing his real performance. And the older Oscar Academy and those dickheads over there that don't uh. understand modern technology are going to not want this to happen. Yeah. But I think he deserves a nomination for that. Uh, definitely a nomination. Absolutely. I mean, maybe not the, the Oscar. Itself. Maybe not He's the Oscar. On, like, he deserves to be it, recognized. He deserves to be nominated. Yeah. I mean, he did a great job. Fantastic. I mean. People don't even like. To the point where you can see the actors walking around on like arm stilts so that they move around like monkeys. That's how intricate this motion capture was. Oh, yeah. They weren't messing around. They weren't just like taking his face out and putting it on the character they created. He did everything. Yeah. Which is insane. So, yeah, he deserves some recognition. Uh, writer producer pair David Katzenberg and Seth Graham Smith are working on a sequel to Beetlejuice, as we'd previously reported, but don't want to actually get the movie off the ground without satisfying two conditions first. So there is some integrity to this. And they said, quote, when Warner Brothers came to us about it, we said the only way we do it was if we got <laughs> what Beetlejuice. <laughs> You're saying it all three times, aren't you? Uh, was if we got Tim Burton's blessing and involvement and we got that. And the star of the movie has to be Michael Keaton as Beetlejuice. And it's a true continuation 26 years later. Not just throwing him in as a cameo going, hey, it's me. I endorse this movie. We're not there yet because we don't have a film to present to him. So basically, they're saying no Michael Keaton as Beetlejuice, no Beetlejuice sequel. Isn't Michael Keaton like semi-retired and recluse or whatever? Because he hasn't made a movie in like ever. Not true. Not true. He just doesn't have like leading roles. I saw him recently. Really? um, In some movie. Actually, well, he was in uh, The Other Guys. As the police commissioner. Oh, yeah. Oh, he did that. And then he was in another movie with uh, Alexis Bledel from Gilmore Girls, which I watched because it was Gilmore Girls. uh, (laughs) And um, he played her father in that recently. Yeah, he doesn't have like a huge. uh, No, he's kind of I don't think he has to anymore. And he's just kind of taking it easy. But I, I think he'd be down for this. Well, what about the original sequel they were supposed to make in 1998 called Beetlejuice Goes Hawaiian? Ugh. That was the original plan. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh my Not even god. Even choking. It, it was, was supposed to be a very like weekend at Bernie's ish type yep. deal. 
But yeah, I think there's no word as to whether or not that's going to be factored in at all. <laughs> I hope and one not. would think no. I would hope to God not. <laughs> but yeah, at least I think they're doing the project with some integrity attached. Yeah, that's, so that's yeah. always nice. Uh, video game stuff. The half angel, half demon Dante in DMC Devil May Cry, which is the reboot of Devil May Cry, is not the Dante you know from the original Devil May Cry games. Strange? Yes. But there's an explanation inside Den Dengeki PlayStation. The magazine explains Ninja Theory's game takes place in a parallel world. The Dante we know and love still exists in our world and the Marvel vs. Capcom 3 universe. Ninja Theory suggested this storyline shift according to the magazine. DMC Dante has separate angel and devil powers. Players can switch between these by pressing a button. DMC Devil May Cry has a devil trigger function, but it won't turn this Dante into a devil. Instead, he freezes enemies in their tracks. Hmm. I've never really played the Devil May Cry series, so this isn't, I don't care about it too much, but I played I think the old, old ones, but for yeah. hardcore fans, I see no, nothing wrong with saying this is almost like an Elseworld. Yeah. Mm. That almost seems like the better way to do it. And it also allows them to continue doing the older franchise should anything fall apart with this one. That's true. True. I think That's if people point. are going to reboot things more or less these days, this is probably the wiser course to take things in. Yeah. Like stuff like, I mean, there are some things that are obvious, like Mortal Kombat was an okay reboot. Yeah. The most recent game. Do you not agree? I don't even know what you're talking about. Oh. <laughs> Mortal Kombat 9 that recently came out is considered more or less a reboot, saying that all the other games didn't happen. But graphics that are such a different point, and they're revamping the entire fighting system and everything, that it was a it was an okay place to kind of start over. Well, that makes sense. Because I think their last game before that was Mortal Kombat vs. DC Universe, and that was a good place to cut it off. <laughs> I don't think I've played Mortal Kombat since the first one. Really? Yeah. Wow. I don't like those uh, the fighter games where you're just no? fighting each other on the screen. Well, that's why they're called fighter okay. games. <laughs> <laughs> those fighting games where they're just like fighting each other. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm more into like role playing games. Yeah. And, uh, that's understandable. Shooters. So. All right. So you play the two games that I really just don't. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. Uh, public service announcement. We previously reported that DC Universe Online would become free to download and free to play on both PC and PS3. That day, so basically nothing you can play. (laughs) (laughs) That day arrived recently on November 2nd, so if you haven't already, download yourself a copy and start blasting punks with Heat Vision. So yeah, it's now free to play. It's out there. I tried it last night. It's pretty cool. Yeah? Were you still a subscribing member? No, I stopped in or whatever april or whatever and then i was like you know what it's free now i'll go back and try and uh i actually tried it for the ps3 this time and yep. it's actually kind of cool it's got some but they still got a lot of bugs and because there's so many people that are trying to play now and it's crashing a lot but it was fun for i mean i don't think i'll play it long term but you know it's free and it's pretty cool i don't so. know if i'm gonna go through the hassle of downloading the whole thing just to yeah it, it's, a, it's like it. 16 gigs <laughs> it took like Half a day to download it. Um, I'm lucky I have a new PS3. There's no way I'd be able to fit it on my old one. Yeah, that's the thing. A lot of people are just like, yeah, I can't fit that on my PS3. (laughs) Uh, Lastly, last story of the day, and this is actually kind of rumor. While not yet confirmed, Variety is reporting that J.J. Abrams will be offering the villain role in the Star Trek sequel to Benicio Del Toro. Insiders say Del Toro has met with Abrams, but in an effort to keep the role a secret, still doesn't know exactly what it is. Hmm. Oh. Klingon. <laughs> Maybe. That's Probably what I'm thinking. Probably not Khan. 
no, 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 no. I, don't I don't think, think it's con. a Klingon. Yeah. No. Definitely. I think a lot of people are expecting something con just because this is number two of the reboot yeah. movies. And again, I don't necessarily call these reboots because of how they intertwined it with the original stuff. I think it's fantastic. Mm. I think, I think it's, it's, a, it's the, the best reboot. Yeah. Ever. It's the best possible way they could have done yes. it. Yes. And it's the, it was a fantastic movie. Yes. So yeah. And actually my, that was my costume this year, right over there. You can see the box still. Oh. I had a uh-huh. the Scotty uniform on. Nice. From the uh, rebooted movies. And the funniest thing about the costume is guess, is, do you see that guy who's yeah. wearing the shirt on the box? Yeah. That's Scott Herman. Oh. <laughs> He's the model for the costume that I bought. How, what the hell? how weird is that? <laughs> That's Talk really about weird. small world. And for people who don't realize or new listeners, we interviewed Scott Herman a little while ago. And actually, I was just talking to him online before we started recording today. So that's kind of funny. That's that's cool. weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was thinking of uh, taking a picture and sending that to him. He'd probably be amused. Uh, anyway, that's it for the news this week. It's about that time. So uh, final thoughts or something you'd like to plug G1? Uh, got nothing. You're just like Mike Volpe. <laughs> it's okay. You All don't right. have to say anything. It's fine. Uh, plug something, something, something. You don't have to plug anything. It's okay. <laughs> this now is not a pressure situation. To... It's an opportunity for your time spent here. Yeah, I got nothing. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. Brian? Um, uh, I hopefully, by the time you're here, there's maybe not, there'll be uh, finally a new episode of Graphically Speaking Up. Uh, I lost power for the past week and it kind of put a, a, a wrench in my plans you of uh, having, <laughs> having a new episode up, but I also am recording a new episode uh, potentially very, very soon. So there should be a, a good um, a good flow of new episodes coming. So uh, check it out at uh, uh, geekgeneration geekgeneration.com slash graphically speaking. You're obviously slacking, Brian. I expect you when the power goes out to go out, find the problem, <laughs> fix it so that you can upload a new episode. I mean, seriously. I know, I know, I know. I mean, seriously. There's no heat, no power, but I got I to gotta upload that episode. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Ben. Well, uh, go to thegeekgeneration.com uh, to see the articles that we read today. Also, lots of other stuff there. I don't obviously talk about movie trailers for the most part, but there's a bunch up there and video game trailers. Please rate the show and write a review in iTunes. Nothing gets us more attention than that. If you have any questions, comments, insults, or topics you would like us to discuss on a future episode, you can send those to podcast at thegeekgeneration.com or at geekgeneration on Twitter or 508-316-9787 to leave a voicemail. If you'd like to submit an article to the site or an audio file to the show, you can send those to guest at thegeekgeneration.com. And as always, the show theme is provided by Machine Supremacy. A link to their site is also on our site. So, news is done for the week, episode 59. We will see you guys next week. Later. Later.